You are not going to enjoy every moment of motherhood. I definitely never called my kids jerks to their faces, only well, behind you. closed doors. And you don't need to feel guilty about that. And then I stand up and realize I have a sink full of dishes and yeah. I'm like, ah. And not every person that you look out as the shiny example of maternal bliss. Were they robbed? No, it's Monday morning. Is happy. That's right, my baby just slept for six hours straight. Yes. yes. So the bottom line here is you do you. We think you're super awesome. Aw, won't you be my neighbor? Your kid is not an extension of who you are. I had this really... Oh, wait, 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 oh. Oh! Whoa. Right? Hey there, you are listening to Pushing It, because if you can't laugh without peeing yourself, you might as well laugh at yourself while doing it. I'm Elise McAllister. And I'm Jen Laird. And today, we are talking about mom guilt. And, oh. I don't think we can fit all this mom guilt into these mom jeans. Oh man, Jen. This this generation, the mom guilt is big, isn't it? I, I, I'm I'm gonna go full, so far as to say that it's bigger than probably a lot of other generations. This generation wants more. So much more, you guys. We're not just we're not just having babies and figuring out where our life wants to take us. There's so much more than that. I think that I think this new generation of having babies wants more. Not just do we want to work out of the home? Do we want to work in the home? Yeah. They want to be heard by their partners. They don't want to just bounce back. They want their bodies to heal. They want their bodies to be better. They want to yeah. heal. They want to be healthy. Yeah. They want to feel good, and sometimes that means I want to eat healthy food. I want to do what's right. I want to slow it down. I want to find balance, or maybe not. Maybe that means I want food to show up at my doorstep and have the five ingredients in separate packages and throw it all together, and maybe I want a house cleaner, and that's totally fine too. Um, But you know what? We don't really talk about mom guilt, Yeah. and I've kind of got this theory that mom guilt is the like the grown-up version of mean girling. So true. Something that first comes to mind is social media. And Ugh. right, the internet gives us this beautiful way of feeling like you're connected to folks, how um, maybe life changes when um, you are on maternity leave, right? And now suddenly you feel like you can connect with people in a different way. You've got social media. You can't leave the house right now, but gosh, you got social media. And you can let your college roommate um, who lives halfway across the country know about your baby and how great is that? And there's that goodness, right? There's the internet that you can like look at two in the morning. Um, is my baby supposed to be making this noise or pooping this color or all the things that we want to know um, at odd times, right? Or if you want to tell that college roommate, that's right, my baby just slept for six hours straight. Yes. Yes. 
So there's that really great stuff about social media and the internet of, and then there's a downside of course too, is that we got all this information that is not always relevant and it can increase in fear, right? How much of that, um, you know, we all know you read stuff on the internet and you're like, oh great, I'm having a heart attack, awesome. When actually, <laughs> you know, you got indigestion. And then we got the, the social media stuff where I can sit there and just flip through my phone while nursing a baby and suddenly see all of these images, which might lead to some insecurities, some um, comparison, some mom guilt. And there's all these places where we can get input about natural or organic or baby wearing or I don't know what are some other things I'm thinking of or where's your baby gonna sleep yep uh breastfeeding bottle feeding what preschool are you gonna go to Uh, you want Montessori do you want um I don't know oh is your gonna is your kid gonna learn to read at two or at eight? Oh boy is your kid sleeping through the night I always loved like the idea of blowing up the picture when you post pictures on social media. Uh-huh. Um, for myself, I know that there's always like, if you could blow up the pictures that I post of my kids and back it out, you would first start with these adorable pictures of, mm-hmm. you know, crazy hair day at school or, you know, Dr. Seuss day and then back it out and you would see a little bit more mess and then back it out further. And you might think to yourself, whoa, did somebody just break into her house? Are no. they moving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are they moving? Were they robbed? No. It's Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. A few years ago, I did a little Instagram for a few days in a row where I was um, taking pictures of, like, what what did I call it? Like normal life or something like that and I just took pictures of what was happening in my living room to kind of be countercultural with like the like look at me I look so beautiful in this tiny beautiful Christmassy shot or whatever because everybody's doing the like you know the corner of their house that looks just spotless and beautiful and amazingly decorated of course and i was taking pictures of like here's my couch with all of my folded laundry on it and next huh. to that is this and this and this and just trying to uh, i'm going to use my normalized word normalize what everybody's real life looks like Ooh. and not the shiny we're going to normalize it yes so always normalize jen really likes to normalize things everything so We've just kind of had this ongoing thing, Jen and I, um, since the beginning of the Jen and Elise relationship that I think we should let our listeners in on. Yeah. So, um, pushing it listeners, won't you join us in on a little, uh, pregnancy safe fun? (laughs) Every time Jen normalizes something... We'd like you to grab a, a pregnancy-safe beverage. Let's how about some kombucha today? Because there we go, kombucha. kombucha. Let's kombucha it up. Grab some kombucha and take a shot. There we go. We're gonna normalize the heck out of this I have to use podcast. That normal word every single time. Yeah, because yeah. we like to normalize, and Jen loves to normalize. Yeah, and I like to kind of give Jen a hard time. Yeah, not to make her feel guilty, because yeah, that's really crappy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't feel guilty when you uh, when you pick at me for my normalization. How many different <laughs> ways can we use the word normalize? What if it's not even a word? Maybe I just made that word up. 
That's terrible. Okay, so um, going back to um, a couple weeks ago, um, Elise and I were driving in a car oh, together. Yeah. I had just listened to a podcast. I think I'd probably gone for a walk or something. And I had listened to the Oprah Winfrey podcast. Oh. And she had um, our, our dear friend, Michael Pullen, right? Pullen? Yeah. Is that his last name? Okay, good. just don't want to, you know, use his last name. That's not right. Um, and I felt a little fired up about not just food, but about like, oh, the beauty of slowing down and thinking about where your food <laughs> comes from and nurturing relationships and the body and the soul. Don't you just love the first 10 minutes after something like that oh. where you're like, I'm so on fire. For me, it's after watching Fixer Upper. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to bust down that wall in oh, my yeah. house like right now. And then I stand up and realize I have a sink full of dishes and yeah. I'm like, ah, yeah. screw it. Maybe next time. So I was high on the like, it's okay. I'm gonna go to the farmers market twice a week. Oh, twice a week. I'm, I'm. It's okay and normal that I would need to go to the grocery store multiple times a week because I'm choosing to eat this way and make time in my life to eat this way. You have like really big plans. Yeah. You were giving me the full scoop in the car. Like, oh yeah. Jen was gonna make some homemade bread. And, oh yeah. Like, I was like, oh yeah. Can, it can become my new hobby. Fresh it's, ingredients every day. Every day. It's going to be so great. Kids were going to get on board. Jen's oh, got yeah. three teenagers. They were all going to be on board with yeah. like fresh ingredients, fresh veggies. And and I got to, I mean, a little bit of defensiveness is coming out right now. In my house, we generally eat fresh fruits and vegetables with every meal. Like that's a thing. We're um, not like... I showed up at Jen's house on Saturday morning, oh, ha, ha. and she had like granola breakfast bars coming out of the oven, and she was making croutons at the same time. Yeah. My kids ate bagels with um, peanut butter on them in the car on the way to her house, made by the five-year-old. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, that's like, intentional. <laughs> that's amazing. The intention behind it was everybody get your butts in the car because we've got somewhere to go and we got to get to Jen's real quick before we've got to get to the next place. But at least this is exactly what we're talking about. But this about. was a thing. And so we get to Jen's house and she's got like the homemade stuff. Oh, and Jen okay. had told me about her like intentional living. And I'm like, oh, the five-year-old had to make breakfast because mommy was like, all I got time for is to wipe last night's eyeliner off of one under eye area. And that's it. Like, okay, but Lise, this is exactly but no, that's totally it. On yeah. point to what we're talking about. That's exactly today. it. And I had the mom guilt. I was like, Jen is slowing down her life and intentionally eating, and her children are on board. And I've got one eye of last night's eyeliner left over, and the five-year-old has to feed the family because I can't get my shit together. And the truth was <laughs> that little. I will correct you. It was peach cobbler-ish oh. type. I don't know what it was, but Thing. it was amazing. I don't amazing. even know what it was. I just made it. Here's what I made it out of. Peaches that had been in my refrigerator a little too long and were going to like, I, I hate throwing away food. I just think there's a lot of people in the world who don't have food. And if I afforded to buy that food, I should be eating that food. So anyway, that I'm going to cut up my little peaches. And then I was getting my blueberries that I'd picked up at Safeway. There was no farmer's market organic <laughs> nonsense. And then 
The granola that went on top, do you really want to know about that granola bar? Uh, granola? It wasn't granola bars. It was granola. I would have liked it better if it was like Quaker granola bars that you like mashed up. Wouldn't that be awesome? That okay, would. The truth about the granola. We had some of those. Was that I recently cleaned out the little pantry storage-ish area. I live in a small house, small small kitchen, so we keep extra food in the basement under the stairs, of course. And um, I found this bag of granola that said Best Buy May two thousand eighteen. <laughs> I, hey, at least the year was right. I opened it up and I was like, eh, this is fine. It tastes fine. Totally so fine. So it was my rotting fruit and my expired granola <laughs> that you were comparing to. I love it. But that's the thing is like somebody probably saw my children and their adorable little blonde pigtails yes. on Facebook and was yes. like, so true. Wow. That corner of her house is spotless. Yes. And it's like, oh, she's got her, you know, her stuff together. Yeah. And then blows out the picture and is like, whoa, somebody robbed her. And yes. I show up at your house and I'm like, oh, Jen and her intentional living. Ah. Yeah. And the truth is you're eating, rotting everything. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't see it that way. Like, right. we, we don't have the ability to do that. Right. Instead, we're, like, so caught up in, like, mom shame yep. that we can't see beyond, like, hey, this is okay because this is what we've got right now. Yep. And really what it meant was, like, this is what you were doing because that's what you had to do at the time. Like, right. that's what was working for you on that Saturday morning. But on another Saturday morning, you might have been at a birth. Right. Because you're a birth doula. You go to births. Yes. And you might have been called out in the middle of making that. And that would have been a totally different morning for you. Or you might have been called out in the middle of the night. Yeah. And that might not have happened at all. Your oh, morning totally. could have looked a very different way. Totally. Yeah. I mean, so much can look so different and we forget about that. So because we work with um, people who are pregnant all the time, um, we get to hear a lot of stories about mom guilt starting with pregnancy. So yay, you're pregnant. And then you have to figure out where you would like to birth this baby. Um, in our area, we have out of hospital, we have in hospital, we have um, licensed midwives, we have um, nurse midwives who deliver in hospital, we have OBs, we have specialists, we have, oh, do I want that OB group or this OB group? There's a lot of choices about, um, oh, and do you wanna have an a birth center birth or a home birth and there there can be a lot of comparison and a lot of mom guilt about the choices that people choose to make there so um just talking to somebody who ha chose to have an out-of-hospital birth and all of her college friends have are either pregnant or recently had babies and they're all like weird why are you doing that um you're gonna want that epidural we're on our second kids and what are you doing and kind of mom guilting her a little bit of are you sure that's safe? Are you sure you're picking the right place? Oh, right? and there's always that power of, oh, you don't know because you've never had a kid and we're on yes. our second. We know more. Or like grandparents or, uh, you know, the, yeah. the pregnant person's parents. Oh, we've done this for a long time. We know so much more. Like yes. not giving you that opportunity to have this experience 
be your first. Everybody has to do it a first time. Well, okay, that's interesting, Elise, because I think um, we also have to own sometimes when other people are trying to just give us information that it's not pressure, right? But internally, right. because this is something we don't know and haven't done before, it can feel like we're being pressured um, by somebody to do it their way. Um, so I think we got to own that. Like, not all of it's mom guilt. Some of that is the way we got to figure out how to process differently that people aren't actually pressuring you. This is your deal. Yeah, but right? sometimes that mom guilt is also very internal. Totally. But I think it's set up that way. I think it, we're just set up to feel really guilty no matter what we choose. That's, mm. that's part of the deal. Yeah. Some of it's what people say to us, but some of it's also just feeling like, there are so many options, and no matter what we choose, it's really hard to settle with yeah. With whatever we chose. Yeah, because then what if things go differently? And we also see that where somebody was planning to have a baby in a certain place or a certain way, meaning, I don't want medication, I do want medication, What those sort of choices, right? And then their birth plan has to change um, because uh, you're going to hear us talk about this a lot. There's two people involved in birth. There's a person having the baby, the mom, and there is uh, the baby. Yeah. And that baby has an important job as well to navigate the pelvis. But the pelvis might be shaped a particular way and makes it challenging for the baby to get through there. Like, it, it kind of, it's thing upon thing here, right? And there's not a, I failed at this because of X. Right. Well, one of my favorite things that you like to say, Jen, and I know that we say this in other podcasts too, is that you make the best choices with the information you have available. And I think those are some, those are some words to live by. Yeah. In birth, we don't really know how things are ever going to unfold. And when I got into birth work, I was like, oh, I I know how birth works. Your body was made to do this. Everybody should go into the woods and have a baby. This is just how birth unfolds. <laughs> Were you going into the woods with these people having our babies? No, no. no okay, I mean, okay. I never actually, I've never been in the woods for a baby. I mean, <laughs> I don't even really go to the woods. I'm not even into hiking. That's um, true. You're not even into walking around your neighborhood. <laughs> I don't even own sneakers. Like, I go to the gym in Converse. <laughs> it's totally true. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm not, like, I don't do outdoors. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't do fresh air. But it's that idea, right? Right. Of like, your body was made for this. Right, for sure. You don't need a special place. Maybe birthing in the ocean. How about that? Okay. Go into the ocean and get this baby out. Right. So I was like, let's do this. Uh, And now I'm like, "Mm, yeah, maybe. And sometimes Uh -uh. birth is a little bit tricky. But you got to make some decisions with the information you have available and know that you're just doing your best. And yeah know that there's no guilt about the choices that you make because we're making our best choices and we're all doing doing our best best. and that that's what that's what being a parent is all about we're we're just we're all trying to survive and we're all just doing our best yeah and And I think that's huge that's super important and the more that people um grab onto that concept during pregnancy of um it's it's a lot about your control too so I think there's this idea that, like, you give birth, this baby comes out, and then suddenly there's violins and magically mom pants appear and we are, <laughs> <laughs> we're 
we just magically have this connection to our babies that we know exactly what to do and meet all of their demands and every what every cry means oh god i hated that when people are like oh now i know my baby's cries Still to this day, I've been a mom for eight and a half years. I have no idea what like any of those cries ever meant. It never, it never meant anything. So can I, can I just um, highlight what I think you might be saying here, Elise? Yeah. I think what the news flash share might be: you are not going to enjoy every moment of motherhood. Oh. Flashing lights right around your face, Jed, right now. Oh, wait. I don't know what that... No, that's the psycho. That's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that keeps happening, Jed. Jed keeps trying to do a, like, flashing light sound, but she keeps doing the psycho killer (laughs) My my sound machine is a little off. I I think Jed needs to watch some horror movies. Beep, beep, beep. Like... That no, sounds like an alarm. That's the back it up. <laughs> Jed is backing it up. Well, yeah. Okay, yes. We're backing it up. Backing it up, Jed. Let's say it again. You are not going to enjoy every moment of motherhood. And you don't need to feel guilty about that. No. And not every person that you look out as the shiny example of maternal bliss is happy all the time. No matter what their Instagram looks like. Because you're a human being. Yeah, and you know what? If you want to show your organic salad with your <laughs> uh, backyard chicken fresh eggs on it as your dinner on Instagram and then throw your frozen pizza in the oven, we're, we totally support that. We are down with that. That is totally fine with you. us. You do you. Mama. We we need to be careful because I do have some like organic salad in my fridge right now. Me too. It's like super juicy on the bottom of the plastic. Like, Ew. It, yeah, my organic salad comes in plastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I thought you were saying juicy like it's rotten. Yeah, no, there. it totally is. Oh, okay. I too have rotten food in my house, Jen. Okay. Make some granola out of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, granola uh, this, Jen. I do buy organic-y, grass-fed Roaming around chicken eggs. Oh, totally. All Those of are that. cute. I like the brown ones. They look cuter. Yes. Yeah. So we're not bashing any of this. No, for sure. You do because you do you. What we're bashing is this idea is there is a right way to do things. Yeah. And I've learned the hard way. I'm gonna get serious for just a second. Get on here. your soapbox, Jen. Hop on up. Ready? Jump. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I in the last 18 months have seen. Um, our family's gone through some hard stuff, and um, some of that hard stuff is a result of tapping into this idea of health and what that means, and that's led down some really um, hard pathways for people in my family. And so there is absolutely nothing wrong with talking about health and nutrition and exercise and doing the best we can to keep our bodies in check. And um, the idea though of health is, it's not something we aspire to of I made it and this is the way you're supposed to live. Because guys, what that is, is rules. And that doesn't leave room for relationship. That doesn't leave room for connection. And that actually leads us to unhealthy living because it's a smoke screen, right? And same goes for parenthood. 
Absolutely. Because you can't live by rules. No. It doesn't work. No, because it's called a relationship. You have a relationship when that baby lives inside of you. You have a knowing about that baby moving around inside of you more than anybody else. Your provider can't go, oh yeah, I can tell when your baby's moving, right? Unless they palpate, another word for touch your belly. They and don't sometimes know. Sometimes when they feel like can see, but not every time. No. So you have a knowing about your baby. And then that baby comes into the world and sits on your little belly and um, kicks you. And you're like, oh yeah, I remember that because my baby used to do that inside of me. And so there's a knowing, but there's also a new uh, change to the relationship, right? It's a new level of connection because that baby now gets to speak to you, right? Because they're their own person. They're exactly. not... Your kid is not an extension of who you are. I had this really... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Right? Okay, you're going to need to say that one more time, Elise. Your kid that? is not an extension of who you are. I was actually... Wow. I was out paddleboarding with a friend yesterday morning, and I was feeling super guilty about going paddleboarding. It was Sunday morning. There was a street fair. My whole family was there, and I was feeling really bad. And she had actually said, you know, our kids, they're not extensions of us. And it really blew my mind, so I'm mm. totally stealing her material. And... She was like, you know, not only can we not take credit for all of the great things that they do, like, for instance, like, her kid is a super awesome runner. She's like, I can't take credit for that. I've got a kid who has an incredible mind for art. Like, hmm. she's so creative. I can't take credit for that. You saw a drawing that I did earlier at your dining room table. It's terrible. And you went to art school? I, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was anyway. a whole day. Yeah. Um, art school dropout. Um, and, you know, I can't take credit for that. But I also can't take credit for some of the challenges that my kid has, too. Absolutely. So our kids are not... They're not extensions of us. And I had this really... What I thought was a very clear idea of who my kids would be before they were born. So I also had a very clear idea of how I was going to parent. So my kids were not going to ever watch TV. We've stayed pretty strong to that one, I will say. Like, they watch a little bit of TV. But they were never, ever going to do any kind of, like, uh, like princess-type things. They were not... They were only going to play with wooden toys. They were only going to eat organic mm -hmm. food. And they were never going to eat fast food. <gasps> and there was this one day... Uh-oh. I had to work. We were exhausted. We had such a busy week. I had a bunch of stuff to get done. Our house was a disaster. They were sitting in front of the TV... Watching a princess movie while eating McDonald's. Uh-huh. Playing with plastic toys that came in that meal. And I was like, well... There you go. F it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and walked out of the room. Yeah. And that was the end of it. Yeah. We didn't give up. It wasn't really the end of it. We still try to stay true to it. But, you know, like, I could have had mom shame around it. I could have yeah. had guilt. But I was like, we did what we had to do at that moment. We tried to survive. That moment, we had to do it. But we have this, like, really clear idea of how we want to parent. And we can't always stay true to that. We have to do what we have to do in the moment. So the way that we sh define shame and guilt, and maybe actually we should have been calling this mom shame. Ooh. Because actually guilt is something that can have an action of change. 
Oh. Whereas shame is just a bad feeling, right? Like shame on you. You just, you know, you're just supposed to feel shame. Like that's just bad. Just be stuck there, right? Yeah. And guilt is, hey, I really feel guilty that I stole that pack of gum from work, right? Uh, from work. What did I just say? Um, <laughs> let's try that You're again. You're stealing gum from our office, huh? I know. I'm, I'm stealing gum from <laughs> the doulas. Jen um, is always stealing gum at work. I, <laughs> I have an office for just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell the, the owners of our office that I've been stealing the gum. Pushing um, a gum. <laughs> um, so guilt is the, I can make a change about this, right? And I think actually this entire time we have been talking about shame, oh, not yeah. to guilt. Because any of the things that we have listed aren't aren't things that we necessarily want to change, right? It's not needing to change. Whereas I can say, I really have a value of speaking more um, calmly to my children. Okay, great. That's my value. And I just lost it with them and used a really loud voice and went on and on when I didn't need to. Well, that's, that's mom guilt, because I, that's an action I need to change because it doesn't go with my value system. Oh, that makes great sense. Shame would be more of, um, you know, oh, I just feel bad because sometimes I lose it with my kids. Okay. That's, that's not a specific actionable um, step you can take. That's an overwhelming feeling of gray and darkness and gunk. And I don't like myself or shame is I, I wanted this baby so much. I should be lapping up every minute with her because I tried for years and I lost a few others. And now I've got what I've always wanted, which is to be a mom. Yes, you do. And there is not a mom out there. There's not a parent out there who hasn't felt that feeling. Oh man, you get home from work in the evening. If you're, if you work out of the home and you walk in the door and you're like, I've been away from my kid for 12 hours, right? That's how long we're often away. Yep. Walk in the door and you're like, I really feel like I should miss you. And yeah. I'm so tired. I want you to go to bed so bad. Yeah. I think that most working parents can really resonate with that. Yeah. You know, I I think that we can all connect to that a lot. And I remember when my kids were babies feeling like, Babies are jerks. I used to call my kids jerks all the time. And I was I was actually saying this to Jen earlier. And she's like, oh, you got to pad that. I don't know about calling babies jerks. I, I don't know if I can sign off on that. Careful, Elise. Careful. Jen loves the babies. So I don't know that Jen ever called her kids jerks. Well, okay. But here's the other thing. As the... We have to be careful because in podcast land, y'all don't know Elise. You don't. <laughs> you haven't seen the way that she interacts with her children, and there's a lot of people 
who would call their kids jerks, and they really shouldn't be doing that, right? No. And I do it with so much love. And but Elise would never go up to her baby or her kid <laughs> and be like, like you're you such a jerk. I definitely never called my kids jerks to their faces, only well, behind closed doors. Totally. But here's why babies are jerks. Babies are jerks because babies love to cry the second you get into your bed at night and you're like, oh, I can finally go to sleep. And then they cry. Or uh, babies love to cry right when you start having sex or when it gets really good. Uh, or right? hot, hot meal. Oh, the second your food is done and you're going to sit down to eat. Ah! Right? So it's only natural that it, when your kid is messing up your hot meals and your sex and that you might feel a little bit guilty for thinking that they might be a little bit of a baby jerk sometimes. <laughs> baby jerk. Baby jerk. It sounds a little less horrible than just a flat out jerk. They're baby jerks. Yeah. Well. Teeny tiny jerks. That's what we used to actually call them. We're teeny tiny jerks. But don't you think that's a, a wasn't that helpful? To oh, it totally go? helped. I'm like, teeny tiny jerks. Yeah. 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 But I think there's just guilt everywhere. One of my favorite movies that we watched when I was pregnant um, was this great movie called Away We Go. Which is Do you remember? It wasn't huge for very so long. So hilarious because it's an obscure movie. Yeah. But Elise and I both remember so much about this movie. And we started talking about it. We're like, remember this one scene? And Elise is like, oh my gosh, that movie. And no one around us had any no. clue what we were talking about. No, but it okay. was so great. And it. I think it really, if you haven't seen it, you should see it. Um, they should totally just sponsor our podcast and then people will oh, want to see it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, it's a great movie. It really speaks to the guilt that comes and the types of parenting that there is out there and how there is something for everybody and how everybody has got a huge opinion and really yeah. thinks that their their way of parenting is so right and if if their way isn't the perfect way and if you are on that bandwagon then like if you're not agreeing with them then then somehow it must be questioning the the way that they're doing it. Does that make uh, sense? That right? totally makes sense. Okay. Like, if you're not supporting what I'm doing, you must be questioning it, and therefore I must be telling you that your way is wrong. And I think that... that Rather than a conversation, it's a, this is the way it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. 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 So in this movie, um, they, this couple, they're deciding on where to live, and so they visit some friends, and they, I can't remember if they have a stroller or they're trying to get a stroller, yeah. but they visit this friend who is clearly very much into baby wearing, and she's like, don't you know that when you put a baby in a stroller, you are pushing your child away from you? <laughs> Instead of pulling your child in you're pushing the baby away and how psychologically it could totally screw the kid up right yeah don't push your baby away from you so the bottom line here is you do you we think you're super awesome and whatever works for you is what's going to work for you and i actually think that we need to really (laughs) that was so deep what you just said elise Deep thoughts with Elise McAllister. (laughs) So what do we want you to take away? No, I don't want to tell you what to take away. Yeah. More mom guilt. I know. You decide. Quit quit mobbing them, Jen. I know. You decide what to take away. Things to think about today. 
guilt versus shame. Which one is guilt? Which is shame? What has something that you can action and make different and allow your intention to be followed through? Um, what is the society's pressure on you? And what is your friend's pressure on you? Mm. What's yours and what's other people's? Right? Yeah. Be you. Do you. Do you. We think you're awesome. I mean, we don't know you, but we're assuming that you're a flawed human being. If you're hanging with us, we think you're awesome. But we believe in you. Oh, you're so nice. Me? Or the listener? All of them. Oh, won't you be my neighbor? (laughs) You're just normalizing the shit out of that, Jen. I am. Let's normalize all of the mong guilt. I think now they have to take two shots of kombucha. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Drink! Drink! (laughs) That was a double drink, not sorority style. Because I said normalize? Twice. Twice. Two drinks. Oh, boy. We're in it with you guys. We are. We're in it with you. I hope you heard that. I hope that that's... You're hearing that we're all in different stages of parenting. We but, see you. But we're all together. We see you. We see you and we see your shame, your your guilt, your shame. And when you find yourself feeling like, wow, I like being a mom and I want to get out of the house today because really I'm over parenting. Yep. We see you. We do too. And when you're like, really what I want to do is just snuggle with my kids. We see that too. It's totally cool. And tonight, I'm throwing a frozen pizza in my oven. Hey, leave us a picture of what you had for dinner. Whether it's a very fancy organic salad or a frozen pizza, show us how you mom today or parented today. Show us how you were hashtag winning or hashtag failing or hashtag no shaming. Ooh, hashtag go. no shaming. I like that one better. I like that. There's no yeah. failing in parenthood. There's just no shaming. So show us how you were doing it. Tell us what you think. We're also going to get some t-shirts made up. And we might just give you one if we like you enough. So yeah. uh, we'd love to know what you think about us. Because we already told you what we think about you. <laughs> we love you, loyal listeners. Bye. Wow, Jen really tells me what she thinks about I you. I know. I love you. Oh. Well, maybe not. I like you. A lot. See you next time. Intentionally. Okay, bye. Drink your kombucha. Next time. Double kombucha. Normalize. (gasps) Again. There we go.